0: Today, you're listening to episode 242, and I'm talking with Courtney DeWalter, Maggie Gutrell, and Sally McRae. These three ladies are three of the most badass women in the ultra running scene right now, and I'm super honored that I had the opportunity to talk with all three of them. Now, Courtney has been on the podcast twice. She was episode 137 and episode 202. She came on, gosh, she came on in 2018, I believe, after she won Western States, and then she came back on again after she won UTMB last year. Now, Sally was episode 145, and I've actually been following Sally online for a very long time way before this podcast even started. And I also had the opportunity to do a live podcast with Sally and Dina Castor this past fall here in Indianapolis. And she is just one of the most joyful, happy humans you will ever meet. So make sure you go back and listen to my original episodes with both Courtney and Sally if you haven't already done so. Now, Maggie has never been on the show and I am kicking myself because She is incredible. She won the Biggs Backyard Ultra last year outright. She was not the first female. She was the outright winner. And I am really looking forward to doing a one-on-one with Maggie down the road. So all three of these women are incredible. They're amazing. And we just wanted to bring you this episode to Bring some light and some fun into the podcasting world. So it's not an interview based episode like a lot of my episodes. I'm kind of going more on the theme of the Des Linden episode that I did last week. Make sure if you haven't checked that out, you check that out. It's episode 240. And we're just going to dive into some fun topics and hopefully talk about some things that will just make you smile. I i am so excited to have a sponsor for this little series this fun series that will hopefully bring a smile to your face and that is koala clip now more than ever we need to be supporting small businesses and that's exactly what koala clip is christina the founder is an amazing woman and she created this product that is just awesome it is a clip that you literally clip to your sports bra, the back of your sports bra and you put your phone in it. It is water resistant, sweat proof. I use it for every single run and it works so well. I cannot tell you how many people I know that are using the Koala Clip now. It is simple in design and you no longer have to worry about a bulky armband or anything like that. I am telling you it is a simple but amazing product. And I am super proud of Christina, the founder, for coming up with the solution to a problem that she had and making this really cool product. So here's the deal. You can save 10% on Koala Clip when you use the code ANOTHER at checkout. You can go to koalaclip.com and use the code ANOTHER. And look, if you already have a Koala Clip, why don't you get on, go support Christina's small business, and send a Koala Clip to your favorite runner as a gift. I think that that's a really cool idea. And I'm, I'm here to tell you that this thing does not jostle around, it does not move around, it stays in place, it works awesome. So again, go to koalaclip.com and use the code ANOTHER at checkout and you will get 10% off your order. You can go to the show notes at lindsayhine.com for more information on that. Thank you so much, Christina and Koala Clip for supporting this series. And if you enjoy this podcast, please consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen. And if you really love it, take a screenshot and share it with your friends on social media. All right, friends, let's enjoy my conversation with Courtney, Sally and Maggie. Well, today on the podcast, we are doing another fun episode with some ultra running ladies. We've got Courtney DeWalter, Sally McRae and Maggie Gutrol on the show. Welcome to the podcast, ladies.
1: Thank, Thank you,
0: Maggie. Why have you not been on my podcast?
1: Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's not like I said no. Don't make it sound like that.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I remember when you won um, the backyard race last summer. I was like, oh my gosh, a woman won outright. I have to get her on the podcast. And I don't remember what happened. I don't remember if. I didn't reach out if I forgot, if I thought everybody else was going to try to get you on their podcast, so I was like, I'll let it sit for a little bit, um, but we're going to have to do a one-on-one another time if you if you would be up
1: for it. Yeah, I would. Uh, I think this is perfect, though, for my first time.
0: <laughs> Break you in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Firstly, um, for those listening, Courtney has been on the show twice, and Sally has been on once, though Sally... We did a live show together here in November. You came to Indianapolis, which was amazing. And um, that episode is over on my Patreon page, so people can find that there. Sally came on with Dina Castor, and it was just just wonderful, beautiful event. And um, today, I wanted to do another fun episode like we did with Des last week. And these ladies have been doing some really awesome stuff. I want to first hear about the backyard race that you all just completed and and did so. I don't know who wants to jump in and tell everybody what the race was. I know you guys did. Uh, it was it like four point four miles every hour for as long as you could go.
1: Yeah, I think it's Courtney's fault, so she can start. <laughs>
2: Your fault. I blame both you.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're welcome.
3: I. Uh, <laughs> it was the quarantine backyard ultra, and it was um, a virtual race set up the same way that Backyard Runs are done where you run 4.16 miles every hour, and then you wait until the next hour and do another lap. Um, So the race that it's based off of is Big's Backyard, which Maggie won last year. Um, And it was a really cool event because it brought together, I think it was like 2,500 people from all over the world who just made the best, of whatever situation they had. Um, so there were people doing it on their treadmill or out in their neighborhood. There was a guy doing the laps in his living room. There was, uh, another who had, uh, who was running the laps inside a closed down restaurant. Um, so it was a really cool way to, to be together with the community, um, during this time and to just have a fun, like, objective of continuing to make this four mile loop as many times as possible.
0: Okay. So tell us each of you, uh, how many loops did you complete?
1: Uh, I'll go first. Cause I did the least amount of loops. This is Maggie. <laughs> yeah, this is Maggie. Um, oh, <laughs> I did nine hours and then I called it quits cause I had some like crazy, I don't know what's going on. I still haven't run since then. But, uh, our goal, I think, not to be, like, a spoiler, it was all to kind of run 100 miles together um, and not to, like, destroy our bodies too much. But mine was pretty destroyed at 40 miles or nine hours or whatever. So <laughs> can you add in there, Maggie, please, how much climbing was on your four-mile loop? Um, <laughs> well, yeah. So, it, I yeah, mine's either, like, a pretty flat loop or I chose this lollipop. And it depends on what day it is, and Strava will either call it thirteen hundred or a thousand feet per loop. And so I thought, like, well, this is Will Hayward's idea, and he was the guy who I ran uh, the backyard with until the end, and he's in Hong Kong, um, and he suggested that I do that loop and do Everesting. So you know, which is, um, if people don't know, it's like doing the uh, elevation gain equivalent of Everest, which is over 29,000 feet. So I thought, oh, yeah, if I do 100 miles, that'll equal that. And that was my plan. (laughs) So maybe another time somewhere else.
0: (laughs) That doesn't sound easy.
1: Yeah, apparently it is not (laughs) easy on my body.
0: (laughs) Okay, Sally, I know you did. I know you made it to 100,
2: right? Yeah, well, I really just jumped in because... You know, all, all three of us and everyone around the world, like we have races that are canceled and, um, you know, for for those of us that are doing this is, you know, whether it's a, as a, a dream job or have big goals in the sport, um, you know, it's, it's kind of been difficult to figure out how to juggle the cancellation of races, but also what you do and how you focus your training and your fitness. And so, um, you know, I, I believe among the three of us, I think we've all kept running and we've kept training. Um, and so when I saw, I just saw this on a whim on my Instagram and it, they had Maggie's picture up um, when they were talking about the Backyard Ultra. I was like, what, what is this? So I, I texted both of them and we started this group chat And I was like, don't make me sign up for this. And it's so just not typically the kind of race that I would do, like running and stopping every hour. Um, But I was like, man, this would be so much fun. So they're both like, do it. Come on. What else do you have going on? Like, seriously, what else do you have planned? (laughs) So then we just started, you know, I think overall the the pull initially for me was just like, this will be so fun just to do it with you guys. Like, We'll have all day. We have to be on Zoom checking in every hour. And we'll be able to poke fun at each other and talk to each other. I mean, I know we all got on the phone with each other at certain points during the race. And um, Courtney kept me awake, I think it was during my 22nd hour I was so tired I did not sleep very well the night before for whatever reason I like got all jittery like it was race day and so I didn't <laughs> sleep at all like the night before so like lap 22 Courtney calls and she's so cheery and just so happy and I, I don't I can't I can't remember half our conversation but I texted her later on I was like I was so delirious I, I like I don't think I would have made it through that lap if I wasn't talking to you but overall and just as Courtney said it was like it was just a great day like it was just it's why we love the sport. Um, it doesn't matter how many loops we did or how fast we were going. It was just, you know, our sport as, as, as individuals, as it may seem at times, it really is, um, most deeply loved because of the community and the way that we're all connected and just really this love that we all share, um, and the appreciation that we have to be able to do this. So, um, well, that text thread hasn't stopped, and it's been, like, the joy of my day every single day. Maggie and Courtney are freaking hilarious, and um, I, I, I'll i stop there. But anyway, I'm very grateful they pulled me in, because now I'm like, how can I do bigs with you guys, even though I'm not qualified whatsoever?
0: <laughs> you have to now. <clears throat>
2: um, one day.
0: <laughs> um, I,
2: I would love to just volunteer. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Okay. Two things before we move to Courtney, Courtney, your camera, you look professional right now. Like your background is blurred and you're like very, I don't know. It looks like a professional camera. Do you guys notice that?
1: Mine is frozen all the time for her, but I took a picture of her frozen in a really funny face earlier. Good. She's sticking out her tongue. I'll send it to you guys later, but it's too much for my internet to handle at once. <laughs> oh, that's I love it.
4: Uh,
0: question, Sally, you were raising money for a COVID relief fund, something of the sorts. Is that still happening? Can you just tell us what you were doing and were other people doing that?
2: We, I, I'd say like almost every single person that was doing it around the world was raising money for something. Um, Maggie's charity was was particularly really awesome. I think right now, um, you know, there's a lot of charities that are suffering because of this. So charities that have depended so much on, um, you know, just the goodness of, of people's hearts and, and keeping their organizations going, whether it's, it's orphans or, um, you know, specific diseases or things like that. I think for me personally, I, I did choose something that was related to our first responders because I um, have a handful of very dear, dear friends that are working on the front lines. And my heart has just been so heavy while I'm just hanging out here with my family. Um, they're, they're being devastated in the hospitals. And so I was like, man, what could, you know, I've got to make these loops uh, resonate in my heart because I'm going to die running around the same house over and over again for 24 hours if it <laughs> if it if it doesn't have like a a purpose tied to it so um i will say because i signed up 20 sorry (coughs) 24 hours before the race um i just picked the charity and directed people to it so a lot of people message me and say hey we gave we gave but unfortunately i wasn't i didn't have like a tag to my name or a way to keep track of it so um yeah, you can keep giving to it, but, um, that day was just kind of a, a, a push for it.
0: Okay. Awesome. Uh, all right, Courtney, tell us about your loops. What'd you do?
2: Mine were four mile loops
3: in my neighborhood. Um, I'm in golden Colorado and we had a perfect sunny day for it. Mm-hmm. And my husband signed up, um, to, to do the race as well with the goal of making it 50 miles. Um, so he and I got to spend a lot of quality time together during that. And then he stopped and, you know, enjoyed the rest of his Saturday. Um, <laughs> and I also stopped at the same time Sally did. So at a hundred miles.
0: Okay. I love it. Now you guys are doing another hundred this coming weekend, next weekend.
3: Yeah, we're kind of figuring it out. So, <laughs>
0: okay, Tell me what's going on.
3: <laughs> well, well, why not? Right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Seriously, why not? Is it like an organized thing though, or is it just the three of you? Well,
2: Jamil is putting on a a virtual run, and so you can sign up for anything from five k to hundred miles. And you have is it two weeks, Maggie? Is that what it is?
1: It's is like it the two weeks? seven. It's like Friday to next Sunday, seventeenth or the twenty sixth. So it's like ten days, nine days.
2: Who is You it? can pretty. It's Jamil. Okay, with with Aravipa running, he has like tons of different races, and um, so he's done like a couple of virtual things. So this is this is just another way to bring the community together. And so the three of us were like, "Hey, let's do a hundred miles again." I think we even talked about it before we did the backyard. I can't I can't remember. You guys correct me if I'm wrong, but um, yeah, we just thought, why don't we do a hundred miles <clears throat> and just kind of rally the community again, make it fun. We talked about, um, you know, doing like a little show before and, and um, yeah, making it just like a a fun adventure. So, but right now, Maggie, Maggie, why don't you take over? I'm not going to speak for you. (laughs) Well, I
1: originally, I signed up as soon as I saw Jamil do this thing. And I was like, yeah, I'll do a 50K, it'll be fun. And like, um, then we started talking about this hundred miler, like right or before the quarantine thing or after. And um, I hadn't actually decided that I was going to do the 100 miler, but I guess Sally took the liberty to tell Jamil that I was going to do the 100 miler. (laughs) So when he sent me my swag, I got this 100 mile buckle. I'm like, why did he send this to me? She's like, oh, I let him know you'll run the 100. I was like, oh, thanks. (laughs) So now I have this buckle, but I haven't honestly (laughs) ran since the quarantine. So um, I might not be able to Complete this uh, little virtual race within the time parameters uh, within that date so maybe I'll just be like you know calling them at 2 a.m. to see how they're doing or something and then I'll do something later but I'm probably not gonna run 100 miles within nine days now so yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool uh, before this quarantine stuff I I never would
3: have guessed that by myself I would do a hundred miles and so signing up for these virtual things that just are, um, you know, making me explore my neighborhood for 24 hours or put together this hundred mile trail run right near my house are, it's kind of cool. It's a fun new challenge
2: with all. I mean, when you look at both the road running and the trail running uh communities collectively Mm -hmm. and the number of virtual races and virtual challenges i'm like this is a perfect time to get injured i mean i can't believe how many times people are posting and reaching out Mm -hmm. hey are you going to jump in on this virtual thing like this is more racing and mild than i've ever done ever Mm -hmm. (laughs) so on one hand it's like i i I gotta be careful too like how much i'm doing because um it would be really easy just to jump in. But also, I, I know everyone's demographics are different. Um, I live in one of the most populated areas in the nation. And so um, getting on the trails for me is not really possible. A lot of them are shut down or they're insanely crowded. And so I haven't been on on the trails or in the mountains since this all happened. So I've only been on the road. And it's it's been tough. I mean, I really miss just climbing up a mountain and um getting away in the dirt, you know. So it's it's taught me a lot about myself <laughs> running on the roads and running the same whoops every day. So the next thing
0: I wanted to do, uh now that we've kind of covered the backyard race and your upcoming hundred miler is so this is how Des and I started the conversation is we all we each picked a happy song So I'm making a happy quarantine playlist to lift spirits. And so my song with her was Credence Clearwater, As Long As I Can See the Light. So I want to know from each of you ladies, what is a happy song that we can continue adding to this
1: playlist with? I feel like we spent a lot of work on this. We definitely consulted (laughs) and really researched and reviewed (laughs) <laughs> these songs to find the perfect
2: song. <laughs> we totally did. You know what? We're, we're I think that we collectively, we are music junkies. And yeah. so this this was super fun. Um, Maggie, you go first. Maggie, you okay. have so many.
1: <laughs> well, I did have a lot, but I'm going to go with Smashing Pumpkins today because the lyrics, it's a happy, I think the song is happy, and it literally says today is the greatest. I mean, and Actually, that was the first song that came on at Bigs and the first night loop, and it came on so loud that I sprinted off the line, and then like it felt good <laughs> to run like that. So I did that every single time for like two nights. So that that's like my my power song.
2: <laughs> I love that. Okay, so this this also was difficult for me because I, I I had so much fun kind of scouring through my my playlist. Um, and I know, I think when I was listening to Dez's podcast with you, you had like two different playlists. Yes. Um, and this is for the happy one. So, you know, I love, like, especially in this time, I don't know about you guys, we do a lot of dancing in my house. We love music. We love cheering on loud. And sometimes when you're feeling like stressed or down or whatever, sometimes you just need to put on the music loud and just get up and start shaking your hips, you know, um this particular song by tourist um uh is called uh we stayed up all night and it is such it is such a great song it's very lighthearted. um you know it kind of takes you back to like maybe your high school or or college days uh i love just the title too because i feel like my sleeping pattern has been a little bit off i've been staying up way later than i usually do um (laughs) But also just like the flow of this song is it's yeah, it's not like super hard hitting, but it's just like light and fun and I love the the music in it and um and tourists is just awesome. So he's a pretty a British uh electronic producer. So that's my song.
0: I have never heard of this band. You gotta look he, it up.
2: He collaborates quite a bit with other um with other artists and so it was only like in 2016 that he released his first like solo album which is called You. but he won a grammy award with um Sam Smith i think i think it, that's who it was stay with me like he oh, helped write that, okay. that song so he does a lot of like collaboration he's he's more of like a uh, he's a he's a songwriter but probably best known for producing like electronic type type music
1: okay i love if that if you play the song you might have heard it It's like one of those songs where you're like, oh, I've heard this before, but I just didn't know who it was. Should we play a little clip of it?
0: Let's see. Yes, it's
1: so
2: good. It's so good. And and if you have a chance, read the lyrics because the lyrics are just like, oh, yes. But he's really creative. I think that's why I like him because artistically, he's just, he's always changing things up. And I love artists who are like that who aren't afraid to like stay in their own little bubble and think they have to do one thing or stay in path with the expectations of their audience. Like he's always changing up his music and
0: yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do a sample for everybody here. I think if I keep it under like eight seconds, it's legal, right? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> oh. I, yeah, I, I do not know it. Okay. I love it. All right.
3: Adding both of those to the list. Okay, (laughs) Courtney, what do you have? Yeah, mine also connects back to Big's Backyard, uh, sort of like Maggie's. Um, When I was running it two years ago with her, I was maybe at mile like 230 or something. And I came back to the camp area and she was like, I have a song for you. (laughs) Oh, no. She she cranked on Wilson Phillips' Hold On (laughs) and uh, changed the lyrics. Yes! Change the lyrics to "Hold on for one more lap," and um, it that song gives me a lot of joy because of that. And then I feel like is um, perfect for right now because we're all just holding on now for one more day each time. So I recommend adding this to the playlist. <laughs>
1: I love that. That's so great. That is a that always makes me happy, too, that song. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah
0: do you know what Wilson Phillips reminds uh-huh. me of is the movie Bridesmaids because just don't they come on and do like a that at the wedding reception or something? At the yeah, end of that movie? yeah
1: we asked so I asked great. my like twenty five year old co-worker if she'd ever heard that song because, like we always ask her, like, do you know what this is cause she's so young? And like, she only knew that song from, she's like, yeah, that's in Bridesmaids. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you know it. Yeah.
2: I love that story, though. Can we just, like, hang on that for two seconds when Courtney's like, so I was on mile 230. And-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was not running with her anymore at this point. <laughs> but she was totally, like, rocking out at 230 to this song, whereas was I was- like, everyone it else was so was. fun. Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. So was it playing? I'm just picturing for some reason it playing on like a big like boom box or something, but we don't have boom boxes anymore. So like what was it playing on? And was was it like an aid station set up the scene for me?
1: It was in our it was in our tent that we had. Um, it was like 10 by 10 tent with tarp walls. And I had like a little Bluetooth speaker and I was like, I was like, I'm going to play this song. I told Kevin, I'm going to play this song for her. And she comes back in and like, so yeah, that was like, it was perfect. (laughs) It was the
3: backyard format. So I returned there every four miles. And it was, um, yeah, Maggie and my husband were crewing me at that point. And uh, it was the perfect like uh, surprise bit of joy that lap that uh, got me smiling and fired up for a while. That's so good.
0: Okay, but so, <laughs> Sally, you mentioned the other playlist, and I wasn't even going to circle back around to this for this one, but do you, in fact, have songs for the Quarantines 2020 playlist that's just, like, funny quarantine songs? Like, um, Dez's suggestion was The Police Don't Stand So Close or something like that.
2: <laughs> I do. In fact, I was, like, laughing as I was I, – one of them popped up in my – my, um, while I was out running today, I was, I was listening, uh, there's a song by Arizona and it's called freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's, it's so great because, um, it's a really fun uppity song that, you know, I've, I've had a lot of conversations with people in the past week who are like, okay, this is getting old. Like, Mm -hmm. like I, I literally like the, the nostalgia of all of this, like the novelty of all of this is wearing off and um, I'm done being grateful for slowing down and being with (laughs) with with my family. I'm ready for this to be over. And so I was laughing listening to this song. I'm like, I feel like that we're kind of turning in to this new phase where people are on edge. Now they're, they're starting to think like, okay, when is this actually going to end? And when are they going to stop changing everything? Um, And so this song freaking out, I was like, you know what? Like, we definitely are at a place where, yeah, we don't know an end date. We don't, we, we can't really un- make sense or understand the day-to-day news. So it's like, just turn it all off and just relax in your house. Turn up this song. And if you want to freak out, like embrace those feelings because they're real. And so, yeah, so this, this song was one of them. The second one was Goaty. Um Save Me, <laughs> <laughs> where he literally opens up the song and talks about, um, you know, he's he's laying in bed trying to think about whether or not he's he should get out of bed. And then he starts talking about this, this person that kind of saved them in a way. And I thought about that angle and how um, I know for me, like, it's definitely been friends who have been making me laugh. And, um, you know, I even think Like I said earlier, Courtney and Maggie, like this thread every day makes me laugh so hard. Um, And just the stories that we share and keeping up with one another, I feel like our friendships are saving us in this time. So yeah, those are the two.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I have one really good day. And then the next day, I feel like total misery which is then I feel guilty for feeling miserable because I'm like your life is so good everything is actually relatively so easy for you like why do you feel so miserable but I I think that that's what I'm hearing from a lot of people it's like up and down up and down up and down
1: you know what Um, I felt I feel like this is like I mean I'm enjoying being a forced to slow down my job I travel a lot because I'm I do events and I'm the events and athletes manager for Tailwind Nutrition, and an event is like a lot. So I was like, and really enjoying this until after the backyard, and after like five days of not running, really realizing, like, oh, now what do I have to do? Like, I had a lot of free time to run, and now I don't, you know. So, like, you guys are definitely keeping me sane because I, I play a lot of, we had like a virtual game night the other night. I saw um, that.
0: I was like, yeah, it was super fun. It really fun. <laughs> it was
2: fun. <laughs> well, one of the things, and I, I don't know if people know this about Maggie, Maggie, I hope you don't get mad at me. I'm going to share. Maggie's an amazing artist, <laughs> um, like an amazing artist. And I, I told her in one of our text conversations, I was like, Hey, maybe this is the time now where you get to kind of hone in on those artistic, very rare abilities. I was like, anyone can run, but not anyone can put a paintbrush and do what you do. So um, I know some people are picking up, you know, little new hobbies and spending more time on maybe things that were always on the back burner. And that's kind of been cool to see that. But um, yeah, and drawing Maggie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, well, we have a couple concepts that we came up with. So I have to just like, maybe I'll start them this week and see how they come out. And whatever
2: with we'll a t-shirt, t-shirt.
1: yeah did I tell him the idea <laughs> yeah Maggie I'm I'm seeing okay. your picture yeah go tell the idea okay well <clears throat> so Courtney obviously uh I think most people know that she had this like hallucination she, you know like in a lot of podcasts she'll talk about her hallucinations uh-huh. and they're all like really fun and she did that t-shirt thing with the leopard in a hammock <laughs> which is one, one of her hallucinations. And so we were talking about bigs um, last, you know, like the 2019 one. And I was, you know, Courtney wasn't able to be there cause she was on the 24 hour team in Albi France. And um, so I was telling her about some of the things I saw and <laughs> mostly I had sound hallucinations, which are crazy, but like some of the things I saw, like they weren't scary to me cause I knew they were fake, but <laughs> they weren't as fun as leopard and hammocks. Like I saw a lot of severed heads and, on spikes so i guess i watch a lot of like <laughs> zombie <laughs> stuff and horror stuff and so i'd be like oh it's a severed head and you get close to it and be like it's a tree or it's literally like a fence post or just nothing <laughs> and so i forgot how you came up with this idea but like when if anyone watches walking dead this isn't i don't think directly where i got the idea but this i don't know it's i don't want to give it away as a spoiler i don't have any of your listeners to watch walking dead too but like they had cut people's heads off on um, from the one camp and put them all on spikes. So I was like, somehow he came up with the idea of a t-shirt and it was me, Courtney, and Sally's head on a spike. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's going to be my hallucination and my t-shirt instead of just leopard in a hammock. It's really dark and morbid. So then the other idea was like, <laughs> Maybe I'll just do like each of our shorts, and like Sally's are short, and mine are medium, and Courtney's are really long. Okay, wait a second. I don't know. Spot on,
4: though.
0: (laughs) Wait, was this a dream or a
1: hallucination during a run? It was a hallucination during bigs. Yeah, I kept seeing severed heads. Okay. I
3: keep I keep telling Maggie before races she needs to watch like friendly movies and friendly television shows and a couple years ago i was texting her before a race and she was watching it or something
1: (laughs) i was like what kind of hallucinations do you think you're going to have (laughs) and it's funny too because there's like at biggs there's legit a clown and there wasn't there was no uh, haunted woods this year but there's a clown everyone talked about seeing oh oh my gosh on the course and and it's not a hallucination it's not some joke there's legit like a haunted woods that you'd run by during the night loop on the road. Cause it's two different loops. It's a day loop is the trail. So the last like day loop, if you look across the field, you'll see like the clown, he was like doing calisthenics, getting ready for his like scare session all night. So there is a clown and he has like a reason for being there, but like everyone talked about it uh, being there. And so I don't know, watching it before that was like, it felt appropriate to me.
0: oh that is hilarious i think that my favorite courtney hallucination story i don't remember is it a little old lady or a little old man playing a
3: violin isn't that one of them yeah it's a guy playing a cello oh cello (laughs) yeah (laughs) but silently like there's no music to go with it
1: (laughs) but that's kind of (laughs) creepy yeah
3: total shame
0: (laughs) real question though Is that the most asked question you get on interviews? Um, The hallucination question.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely up there. I would say also my shorts and the things that I eat come Mm. in pretty close. But I'm happy to talk about any of it. So,
0: (laughs) You know, the first time I interviewed you, I was like, don't ask her about the freaking shorts, Lindsay. (laughs) And I was proud of myself. I don't think I did.
3: Well, thank you. (laughs)
0: Okay, we can talk about them
3: anytime you want.
0: Okay, I'll I'll make a mental note. Uh, Okay, so the next question is three things that are bringing you joy, and I will start because I want to play too. Um, I'm just going to say one right now, and I, I, so I have been like Sally. You were saying, like I. I'm surprised people aren't getting injured because of all these virtual challenges and stuff. And I did get a little overzealous and I'm not injured, but I'm, I was running six, seven days a week there for like four weeks. And my body does not, I need to run probably four to five days a week. So I discovered a YouTube channel for strength exercises. And it is just this woman, I don't know what her name is, but the channel is called MadFit. And what I love about it is that she has 10 to 20 minute strength videos and I can pick abs or legs or arms or yoga or whatever. And it just feels really manageable to me. So I'll hop on the bike for like 40 minutes, which I don't enjoy, but that's my running supplement. And then I'll commit to like a 15 minute video. So mad fit, really
3: good workout videos. Who's next? Courtney. Yeah, I can do one. Um, one thing bringing me joy is kevin and i kevin's my husband have been playing um tons of games of cribbage and we normally only play this game around the holidays for whatever reason but we busted out our old board and all the little pegs that go along with it and um have been playing pretty frequently which is fun what is that cribbage yeah it's um oh man it's a card game, but with a
1: board and pegs. Do you guys know Cribbage? I've heard of it. I don't know how to play.
2: It's pretty involved. You it's... like you like build things, right? Like build cities and... No,
3: no. Cribbage, <laughs> is, Cribbage is just a card game.
1: Oh, my gosh. I can't she's believe like, it. He's like, yo, MTV Cribbage, right? She's describing like... Tim City. <laughs> no,
3: it's like an old, it's an older game. Look it up. Maybe you'll have seen a board somewhere. What?
0: Like geographically, like where do people play this? Because I always say Euchre seems like an Indiana thing. But is this a, where are you Are you from Minnesota or something? Where are you from again?
3: Oh my God. I am. But I think this is a worldwide
0: <laughs> Well, phenomenon. Right from, uh, clearly.
3: <laughs> I can't believe none of you guys know what it is. No, never heard of it, ever.
2: It has like little pegs,
3: tiny little pegs on a wooden board. And all you're doing is you're playing a card game, but that's how you're keeping score. And you're like making 15s and stuff. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it now. I've seen it. You guys, it was created in the early 17th century. This is not Sim City. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! I'll teach you this summer. Okay. okay.
2: I gotta put that. On, I gotta put that on the list. All right, Maggie. What's bringing you? Bringing you joy. And if you say shuffleboard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing a lot of curling. Um, (laughs) uh, Well, I was going to say games, too, because, um, yeah, I mean, me before, so, like, Ryan is my boyfriend. We are stuck here together, and we would play these, like, playstation games that's called jackbox tv or whatever um and it's just like party games and you can play each person plays on their phone and there's like a drawing game so you play on your phone but you like are prompted by the screen to do stuff and so like we've been doing it virtually and then like that's what like courtney and sally and billy and i did the other night um it was just it's pretty uh <laughs> it's pretty ghetto you just like turn the screen to the playstation screen because we can't really get it directly on the so it's like not perfect but it's super fun because it's funny trivia games it's just like goofy stuff like this game called fibbage not cribbage where you like (laughs) make up fake lies um and it's just like fun but it's it's more fun in person so hopefully we can all do that soon (laughs) i have some trivia questions for you guys later i love trivia okay i love trivia as well they're not we missed trivia night at our, at our bar that we go to, but we need to keep sharp for trivia <laughs> when it <laughs> happens again.
0: <laughs> I know I'm going to set up a zoom call with friends to do a trivia cause I've seen other people doing it and I have FOMO. And so I'm like, you're not getting invited to trivia nights, Lindsay. So you need to be the inviter. You just need to make it happen. Uh, okay. <laughs> Is anybody else doing anything joyful right now?
2: Uh, The games have definitely been bringing me a lot of joy because I typically don't play games virtually or like on my phone. Uh, So that's been like a whole new thing, too. So I'm joining in on that. But the other thing that I I really love is um, nightly dinners around the table. And we've kind of been like here in my home just making an event of it. You know, we'll like do like appetizers and then um really like draw the dinner time we put a fire on and then we have this little box of table discussions um and we'll like you pick a card out of of a box and you just kind of talk talk about the topic so i think you know when when we're not in quarantine every day of the week there are plans to be out of the house um running kids to practice and social events and you know, homework and projects and, um, you know, and typically I, I, I travel quite a bit as well. So I have been enjoying just these discussions around the table over good food and kind of getting creative with, with different dinners every night. So
0: do you want to know something funny?
1: Yes, of course.
0: <laughs> we, I don't know how funny it is, actually, but we have, uh, we decided to remodel our kitchen uh, in January, and so we have been doing quarantine with four small kids without, well, the first half of it without a functional kitchen, and we literally just got a kitchen sink, like, three days ago.
1: Oh, that's horrible.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's that's not funny.
2: (laughs) (laughs) well you know no no humor (laughs) I
0: know but it is kind of funny like who would have guessed like I wouldn't have guessed this would be going on and I'm like yeah we can do a kitchen remodel with four kids and you know we can go four weeks without a kitchen sink it's no big deal but um, then we weren't allowed to leave the house and go anywhere and it turned into a lot more uh hardship than I that I originally planned but I think looking back don't you think that we will laugh about this.
1: Yeah, it's funny after it's over, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys eat? How did you – did you have a lot of microwave oh, dinners? Gosh,
0: yes, a lot of microwave dinners. Well, we don't eat meat, so I think that's a little bit easier because you're not, like, trying to – I don't Microwave know, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we – I was washing lots of dishes in the bathtub, which was disgusting because <clears throat> kids also, like, poop in the bathtub. It's disgusting. Like, everything <laughs> about it is
1: gross. Um, I think me and Courtney are laughing. Like, we think it's ridiculous, but Sally didn't laugh, so maybe that's, like, a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, but – because we we were without a stove for two weeks but then we were without a sink for four weeks so like once we got the stove back we were able to cook more but then that's doing the bathtub dishes so it's just been I think looking back it'll be funny and it's just a ridiculous time that, for all this to happen uh, but as you were explaining your beautiful family dinners with the appetizers and everything I'm just <laughs> picturing like my construction zone of a kitchen and how nothing about it feels calm right now <laughs> Okay, I have one more fun, like, I guess it's, this is silly that a TV show, just looking forward to TV shows, like if you get into a new show that you can binge, does that, does that bring you joy? Because I kind of feel silly that it brings me joy, but it does.
3: Oh, it for sure brings me joy. (laughs) What TV show?
0: Yeah, so my new show that I'm going to binge is called All American. Have you heard of it? I have not, No. So somebody suggested it in my Facebook group and it's about a kid from a rough neighborhood who plays football and he's um, been recruited to go to this like fancy school. That's the gist of what I know so far because I've only watched one episode, but it has this like Friday night lights feel to it, which I love. So I am feeling joy that when I get my kids to bed tonight, I get to watch another episode of that. Is that on,
1: like, Netflix or Amazon?
0: I think it's Netflix. I I could be wrong. I just searched it, and, you know, we have all the Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. We have – you say you don't have cable, but you have every streaming service to mankind, you know?
1: We've been watching Ozark now, uh, which you can definitely binge watch because it's Netflix, and they release all the seasons at once. But we also have the HBO channel, so, like – We are Westworlds back on, and I like that show. But you have to wait Mm -hmm. every week. And then we were watching Walking Dead, but that's on a hiatus because I think they weren't done post-production and now this whole COVID thing. So I don't know what's going on with that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Sally, you don't strike me as a TV watcher.
2: (laughs) You know, we have been watching a lot of reruns of The Office, and I love The Office so much because – Oh, my God, that's the best. It's the best. But I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I've never really been able to get into a TV series. This is going to sound so terrible, but I just, I get really guilty. I get on myself. Like, I should, like, I need to be doing work right now. I should be returning that email or writing this or doing this. And um, I just need to settle down a little bit and be okay. So my kids really love The Office. We all love The Office. And I've been trying to um, sit and watch that. A little bit more, but I'm afraid of starting a new series because I feel like I'm. I'll get way too into it because that's that's just like my personality. Like if it's really good, I'll want to watch all the episodes within like a span of 36 hours. Now is the time. That's okay,
1: Sally. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that
0: was Maggie. What are you bingeing, Courtney?
3: Yeah. So we recently started from season one, episode one, New Girl. Ooh, Have you good. seen New well, Girl? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Uh, and we, hadn't, we haven't watched it in forever because they're done making them, but thought it would be fun to go back to the beginning and watch them through. We did it, I think, last winter with Friends. We watched from season <laughs> one, episode one, which that was like, I mean, they had a lot of seasons of that. So it's fun. It's uh, just something lighthearted.
0: Are we seeing the correlation again between Courtney's hallucinations and Maggie's hallucinations? I know,
1: it's not like a shock. (laughs) I think we should be worried if I watch stuff like Courtney and I have hallucinations of severed heads. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next funny question.
3: What is the last thing you Googled? Well, I can put this on because I just Googled cribbage to try and explain it to you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I Googled that too to see the board, but. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you've never heard of this game. Uh, Yeah, that was mine. I also this morning was out shoveling. We are currently in a blizzard here in Colorado uh, where I am and. I was shoveling my driveway this morning from underneath eight inches of snow and um, thought I was going to build a really tall snowman. So then I wondered how tall a snowman has ever been built. And the <laughs> highest, so I Googled it for you guys. The highest height a snowman has ever built <laughs> is a oh my God. God, 22 feet tall. Wow.
1: Oh, geez. That's you need machinery intense. for that. That's, That's amazing. amazing.
0: That's a good trivia fact to know. Yeah, I'm adding that to the trivia. Oh, that is a
1: good trivia fact. Okay, I didn't remember the last thing I googled, and I didn't know how to look it up. And somehow I stumbled upon all of the last YouTube things that I googled to find. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's a couple that I thought were funny in the last like ten videos. It was Anchorman Sex Panther that like clip? <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then guinea pig noises and what they mean. <laughs> <laughs> and then terrifying elk scream.
4: <laughs>
1: oh did God. you find a source about guinea pig noises? Yeah, it was this video. Well, because I used to have a guinea pig and my friend's dog would go nuts. Only when the guinea pig, I played the guinea pig sound that meant it was hungry And so I tried it with Titus and he ignored all of them. So I don't know. My friend's dog, he would just go like he was trying to crawl behind the desk of the computer and find the sound. But that was the only sound, the only meaning that set him off and nothing with Titus.
3: (laughs) That's crazy.
0: I feel like that would have been a better question. Most recent uh, YouTube searches. Do you know what my most recent search was? (laughs) What? (laughs) Toe yoga. <laughs> oh, what the <laughs> heck is that? Because <laughs> my feet have been bothering me, and people tell me I should do toe yoga. If you search it, nothing comes up though.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, sounds like they're pulling your leg or your toe.
0: I know. Uh, okay, do you have your most recent YouTube searches, Courtney? Now I want to know what everybody. Oh, wait, no, I am seeing toe yoga now. I did it on my TV. And I didn't find anything. I thought that was weird. I just looked on my phone and there's lots of toe yoga uh, videos. Maybe I spelled toe wrong. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I have a couple. Well, one of them is like a, a big downer. I don't even want to like say it, but the other the other one is the good one. So I'm gonna i I'm gonna start with the good one. And it's um, Jimmy Kimmel cooks Pasta Tina at home. Have you guys ever any guys been keeping up with that? No. <laughs> Well, Billy sent it to me because he's like, "Dude, you need to start filming what your some of your recipes. Do you like my impersonations?" Really Is sounds like start- just like Billy? <laughs> oh my god! You need to start filming some of your recipes and posting them. And I was like, "I am not doing that. I'll have one person watching you." <laughs> and he's like, "No, totally. You need to watch this." So he sent me Jimmy Kimmel's um, YouTube of him cooking at home and I was like well Jimmy Kimmel is hilarious and I'd much rather watch that than you know my <laughs> my little recipes here so that was really funny and Jimmy Kimmel's just hilarious but the other thing that I googled that I'm kind of ashamed of is Michael Bublé I don't know <laughs> if you guys have read anything <laughs> recently about him but I was like I can't bu- I like really like Michael Bublé What and then all what? this stuff like popped up in the news and I was like no Okay. None of you guys have heard like the latest. No, no, no. Oh my gosh. So he does like live, he does live shows like every night of the week with his wife mm. and um, a few of the live shows. He's like kind of a little bit violent with her and <laughs> like really abusive Ew. and not, not, and like on the live show. I'm <laughs> like, that's what, at the top, that's how you treat her when you're on the live show. Like, oh is God. it a joke? Is
0: he trying to be funny? No.
2: Oh my gosh. At first I thought it was, I was like, come on, it's Michael Buble. It was like in my, in my news. Like I was, I opened up my news app and it was like one of like that headlines. And so like, I started reading it and then, you know how you get caught up and I'm usually, I don't get caught up in celebrity news. It's such a waste of time, like a waste of time. But for whatever reason I went down that rabbit hole and then it just like exploded. I started reading all these articles on Google. I'm watching stuff on YouTube and I'm like, this is not good. This is—he has the best Christmas album. Like, why? Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, um, yeah, Michael Bublé and the way that he publicly um, treats his wife, like on these on these live shows. So, sorry, listeners, I'm not trying to stir the pot or anything, but that's—you
1: got to watch John Krasinski. It. Then uh, some good oh, news.
2: He's so that's the best. Good. Thank you, Maggie, <laughs> bringing it back around. That is, everyone needs to watch that. And don't you just love him? Like, yeah. he's so great. And the episode where he brings on Michael Scott, it was just like all the warm feelings, right? The two of them talking and laughing together. Oh,
1: I like the yeah. one where he brought the whole cast of Hamilton to that little girl that's like this huge Hamilton fan. And like couldn't, her kit, her tickets are canceled. Obviously the, all the shows are canceled. So he brought her on. And her face the whole time was so cute and the whole cast sang to her, like virtually, obviously. Aw, oh, it was so adorable. I saw that.
2: I love what he's doing. We need more of that. Don't look at the Michael Bibley stuff. Look up the John, <laughs> the good news. We need good news. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: okay. I wanna tell you guys the last thing I Googled. It was how to spell the word bougie. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Were you playing Words with Friends with Maggie by any chance? Is
0: no. Is My, <laughs> I told, I told my husband <laughs> that I wanted a Peloton bike and he was like, I could not look at myself in the mirror if we got a Peloton bike and I really want one because I think it would be fun and I can't run so much. So I want to bike more. And I said, why? What, like, who cares? And he was like, it's too uppity and like bougie. And so then I had to tweet about it. And so I had to look up, how do you spell bougie? I think I know. How do you
1: think? <laughs> I think it is B-O-U-G-I-E, bougie. <laughs> I think it's double E. Really? <laughs> I think it um, is. Now I got to look.
0: Look it up. I tweeted double E, but what did I, did I look it up
1: and still spell it wrong? Um, it's spelled different ways. There's b o u. J-E-E, but also can be interchanged with the slang B-O-U-G-I-E. Okay. But B-O-U-G-I-E is also a thin, flex- flexible surgical instrument for exploring or dilating a passage of the body. <laughs> Boozy. <laughs> Boozy. <laughs>
0: now, the real question is, do you ladies think a Peloton bike is bougie? No. Do you have a Peloton bike?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have, no,
3: I don't have, I don't have one no. and I don't have a strong opinion about Peloton bikes. So
2: the, I, the, it's all about marketing and branding, right? At the end of the day, it's just a bike, but the way that it's marketed and the way that you see those commercials is like, wow, like you live in a high riser in Manhattan. Mm, and, yeah. Uh, those
1: like yeah. all windows. Your walls are windows. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you could probably get, like, one that's comparable that's, like, another brand, and it's, like, the same thing. Yeah,
0: I know. Well, that was his other point. He was like, I don't need someone screaming in my face to do a bike workout. And I'm like, you are a grumpy pants man. I want (laughs) someone screaming in my face. I will work harder if someone's screaming in my face.
1: (laughs) We should do, like, your own poor person version of it and, like (laughs) – set up like your own like ra- like beach cruiser on a little bike trainer in the garage and then just get like a youtube <laughs> video of some like drill instructor yelling at you like uh and then just like have that as your setup you could like duct tape it to the handlebars to make it even be better. So <laughs> well,
0: you know, I am riding a bike trainer that we bought on Craigslist 10 years ago and it is definitely the bike that I like rode around from class to class in college on. So I'm kind of already doing that.
4: <laughs>
0: it's so you just squeaky. You need to duct
1: tape the laptop on.
0: It's so squeaky and our house is already so loud like all my kids are running around and then I'm on this bike trainer that's squeaking. And don't come over. That's all I have to say. Don't come <laughs> over. <laughs> okay. Do you guys have ball. a fun suggestion for people to do during quarantine 2020? I think Courtney. Ahead, Courtney,
1: Courtney. Of, yeah. I think, I think this is a collaboration sort of cause I'm stealing Courtney and Sally's. Okay. I'm not sure, but um, have you guys seen the Simone
3: Biles do the handstand challenge? where she does a handstand and then she takes off her sweatpants while in a handstand.
1: Yes. Oh, I've seen people do that with their shirts. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
3: It's so incredible. (laughs) Yeah. She had shorts on. That's crazy. Her sweats. Yeah. So I was like, can I even hold a handstand? So this is only ridiculous because of how I look, but I've been doing a handstand up against the wall every day to see how long I could hold it. I last like, Two point one seconds before I <laughs> fall down in a heap, mostly because I'm laughing too hard.
2: <laughs> Have Pances you tried to take your pants
3: off? I am not to the point of taking my pants
2: off.
1: But <laughs>
2: <laughs> can, you, can we just get a clip of just that? Can you just do an audio clip of "I'm not at the point of taking my pants off"?
1: It'll <laughs> <laughs> be like the opening line. I'm starting the podcast with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now i'm gonna cha- now i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do on instagram i'm gonna challenge you all three to take your pants off in a handstand we can all have like spandex yeah. shorts on underneath or something It'll yeah be, like, we don't have progress. to get naked
3: guys yeah, it could be just hold a handstand because I'm still having to do it against the wall. And and she's she's amazing. She's so strong and and doesn't even look like it's difficult. It's really cool if you haven't seen it.
0: Okay, we'll watch it. Um I've seen people doing the take the shirt off. Like I saw Emily Enfield do that where she stand uh, doing the handstand and taking the shirt off. I I think the shirt would be easier than the pants. Against the wall. Right?
2: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So speaking of that, we have some listener questions, but first I just want to do a couple, uh, random trivia. First person to call in wins. You get nothing for winning. You
3: just win. Uh, oh my gosh. I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> some of them are easy. Some of them are not. I don't know who won the Super Bowl this year. No, oh go- my gosh! no Googling.
1: <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait, wasn't it Minnesota? No, the green Bay Packers. wait, <laughs> Nope. Oh my God! Patriot. I, I'm no. so
2: disappointed in myself right now. I'm I in
1: myself. I, I, was, I was too kidding. busy paying attention to the commercials. Yeah, and
3: and J Lo and Shakira. That's right. Yeah, That's right. that was this year. That feels like so long
2: ago. Kansas City Chiefs. That's <laughs> oh, right. Yeah.
3: All right.
0: One point for Sally. No, uh, I googled no. it. You googled I it.
3: So. <laughs> she, she did. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it
0: was the Forty ers and the Chiefs. Yep, the yeah. Chiefs. Uh, that was embarrassing. Who won Best Picture in the Oscars? Uh, Didn't watch.
2: Oh, it was it was that movie. Um. uh oh, it, was, it was a four. It was a foreign film, wasn't it?
0: Do- it was that do- foreign do- film. Do-
2: yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was. It was. five.
0: Oh. You have five, yeah, you like, five seconds. Ah. Do you want to know? What's
3: the name of it? Yeah.
0: Parasite. Oh. What female won Western states in 2000, in the year 2000?
1: And Tracy. And
4: Tracy. <laughs> Who came
1: in first? Maggie? I think. Yeah, that was me. Yep. For once. For once Good. in this trivia thing. <laughs> yep. And Tracy. I feel like that was a pretty, like, you're just saying Tracyn for this whole fucking yeah? Right? <laughs> <It's like, laughs> and
0: and and um. Okay, list all the members of NSYNC Go:
3: Justin, Joey, Lance, uh, AJ, <laughs> and <laughs> Kevin. Mm,
0: isn't AJ Backstreet Boys?
3: Oh no!
2: <laughs> and so is Kevin. <laughs> i I only know justin i only know Justin. i
3: just made a i made a hybrid boy band
0: wait you did you 100 percent right it's it's justin joey jc and chris kirkpatrick jc oh jc's the handsome one like everybody had a crush on justin but jc was also handsome. Well, cuz I was going right. to give you bonus points now if you could name the members of the Backstreet Boys.
3: Well, I'm halfway there. Yeah, you have. And you- then Kevin, add in Nick, and Brian.
0: Okay, so Kevin, Nick, Brian. <sighs> Who are Man. we missing? What did I say before? Courtney,
3: Courtney, were you really into boy bands? Come on! I mean, you. I preferred In Sync over the Backstreet me Boys. Me too.
0: Same. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, this is our age. We are like this is prime for us. And my first like real concert outside of like Christian Youth Fest concerts that my parents took
1: me to was In Sync in high school. Oh I think God. Sally and I were too old for that. I y- think at that point.
3: No! No, we're what? not too old for that. No, oh, I'm
1: okay. You're not
0: that much older than me, and Courtney's probably younger. Nick,
2: yeah, Courtney's the youngest. AJ, They're all about
0: the same age. Okay, I don't know all of these people at all in Backstreet Boys. AJ, Howie, Nick, Kevin, and Brian.
3: That's right, Howie.
0: I never would have remembered Howie. Poor Howie.
1: Poor, Poor
3: Howie. Howie.
1: Howie. Yeah, <laughs> okay,
2: different music. That's I, I was not that into boy bands. I was like, come on. What like, were you listening like, to, listen?
0: to in high school? I
2: was listening to like real music. <laughs> yeah, Sally. <laughs> to real music. Yeah. Sally. I, I thought
1: maybe we were too old Sally. for that, but maybe we're are We're just too sophisticated. You're too cool.
3: <laughs> Sally, oh, what my. was the first concert you ever went to?
2: I with uh, with Lindsay. See, my brother was in a he was, he was in a band that traveled around the nation. And so I was kind of like a groupie, it was like Christian rock. So I would go to like, all of like the Christian concerts on the weekends. Um, there is a record company, tooth and nail record company, and they had tons of bands. And so I was going to like MXPX, I don't even know if any of you guys, it's like, there's yeah. like ska and punk and really? Yeah. So that yeah. was like, that's what, what, those are the concerts that, that I was going to, but I was also into like Dave Matthews band and mm-hmm. Pearl Jam was like my favorite. Um, but I loved like older music too, like old rock and roll classic type stuff. Um, and Maggie and I were having a conversation about this earlier, but my, my dad and my brother are professional musician, so I, like, grew up with everything and just really loved, like, good, good music. Um, I love Maggie's pick for the song. Like, Smashing Pumpkins was, yes. I love the Cure. Like, all, I listen to more of that kind of stuff. So, but my sister was really into boy bands, and I would make fun of her. Like, she was really into, like, new kids on the block, and I was like, come on. She had all the okay. posters up in her room. Yeah, Let's I, I did, be- not, did not go that way. <laughs>
3: Let's just... <laughs> Let's just be clear that knowing the names of them does not equate to me having posters of them on my wall.
0: But Courtney, I feel like I feel like we're getting shamed for liking boy bands. No, are not. I promise. You're not. You're not. Aww, I'm, I'm just sorry. kidding. I'm kidding. I will take the I will I can be shamed for that. My my ego can handle that.
2: I'm just being a brat. Okay, wait, what was
1: your first concert, Maggie? Um, Maybe people will shame me for this, but it was Alanis Morissette. That's awesome. In like eighth grade.
4: <laughs> yes.
1: No so shame. Good. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I was excited. My friend's older sister took us.
0: <laughs> What's she doing right now? Not your friend's older sister, Atlantis. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know. But my mom <laughs> randomly texted me when I was like on a work trip. Like at the beginning of March, and she's like, "It's been 25 years since Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little oh. Pill was released." And I was oh like, "Thanks, God. mom." Oh <laughs> I was no. like, "That makes me feel really old because that that and Counting Crows' August mm. and everything after were my first two CDs I've ever bought in my life."
0: I love the Counting Crows so much. Yes. That so album
1: was amazing, like one of the best albums ever. I'm
2: I'm playing
0: that as so soon as we good. get off the phone.
1: Oh, it's so good.
2: So good.
0: Yes. Okay, my first CD I ever bought was a single, and it was (laughs) from the Dangerous Minds soundtrack. (laughs) I love it. You know that Coolio song? That Coolio? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) As I I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yes! (laughs) Heck yeah!
3: What was yours, Courtney? Uh, My first CD I bought was The (laughs) Monkees.
2: <laughs> Heck yeah. Left hey, field hey, we're the monkeys. People around. Yeah.
0: Were you born in like nineteen yes. <laughs> <laughs> mean,
3: sixty-five? Boy bands, the monkeys, cribbage. It's <laughs> oh, good. Okay.
0: Okay, we're doing trivia. Name three movies that J Lo was in. Cause I'm I'm going I'm piggybacking off the Super Bowl question, you know? Do you see that? Yeah, The Cell.
1: So made made in Manhattan or something? Yeah, that's one. Um Well, The Cell is one. It's it's one. Um She has a recent one? I don't know. Someone else get it. The Cell. Remember that movie? Do you remember Super Dark? I don't that... remember that. Oh, it, she was in it. Yeah, she is. I'm looking. I'm I'm I have the Googles out. The Google.
2: She she is like
1: she's amazing. She's amazing. Um, what else is she in? You there's got to be some romantic movie. I can't think of.
0: Well, Hustlers. She's
3: a- Hustlers oh, yeah. is
0: the new one. But what also. about the wedding planner? That's like the big one.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about. I don't that think I one. saw that.
0: And then there's a ton that you that like I have no idea what they are. What? Yeah, there's a ton she's been in that are just not super popular. But I would say Made in Manhattan, Wedding Planner, and The Cell, and then Hustlers are probably. Oh, Selena.
1: Oh right. Oh yeah.
0: Okay. I have two more, uh, one more trivia, and then I have a couple listener call-ins. Poutine consists of gravy and cheese curds on top of a what?
3: French fries. French fries.
0: Yes.
1: Good. (laughs) Is that Courtney that got it first? (laughs) Absolutely. I love poutine. (laughs) So good. Canadian poutine, though. I feel like I've never had a good one in the U.S., I mean, it's such a good combination of things. It's hard to go wrong. Yeah.
0: I think some of our listener call-in questions definitely revolve around food. Okay, we're going to start. Here we go. I'm putting the phone. This is what I did with does, and it worked. I hope it works now. I'm putting the phone full volume up to the microphone. Here we go. Hi, guys. This is Chris i Dornbos from Grand Rapids, Michigan. I recently tuned in live to cheer for all three of you during the quarantine backyard ultra, and it was highly entertaining, so thank you for that. But since ultra running is not an Olympic event, I would love to know from each of you if you could have a guaranteed spot on the U.S. Olympic team for any event, running or otherwise, what would that be and why?
1: Well, I feel like this was a question somewhere before, and I've discussed it in detail with someone. And, like, I think I think was talking to Darcy Pequeu about it because we were talking about, like, what would you do since ultra running isn't a sport. And I don't know. I'm not a skier, but I feel like it would be a really cool skill to do downhill skiing or some kind of skiing. Now, Courtney could probably go to the Olympics for skiing if she wanted. So maybe she would pick something like cribbage or something.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: I think I would pick uh, soccer. And be a part of the U.S. women's soccer team would oh. be so they're amazing and that uh, I would be a cool team to be a little piece of. What you got, Sally?
2: Oh, definitely soccer. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I, just, nice. I, I, I played for so long and, and um, I love that, that team
5: aspect and
2: yeah, big soccer fan.
0: Okay, <laughs> next question.
5: Hi there, Lindsay first time long time um to sally (laughs) maggie and courtney Um, this is your buddy billy Yang. as you know i am a fan of each and every one of you i mean of course i have my favorites in some order we're not giving out participation trophies here there's a clear (laughs) first place second anyway
4: we're
5: getting sidetracked here my question to you amazing athletes and human beings is this you are part of a three woman super team the fate of the world depends on the three of you (laughs) You have to compete against our potential and future alien overlords unless you can compete and beat them in three diff- uh, different distances. We have the marathon, 26.2 miles, the 100 miler, and the last woman slash alien standing format race. You can't double up. Each person has to be slotted somewhere. Lindsay, I'll take my answer offline. And go.
2: <laughs> oh man so we have to all say what, okay. what we would be strongest at
0: yeah you guys have to pick who goes where to to be the best strongest you guys strongest do not
1: team. want to pick me for the marathon because i am not fast
3: <laughs> i think we need to figure out the marathon spot first because i think the, yeah. mile, like the last person could be any anybody yeah
2: agreed courtney you're the fastest out of the three of us for sure yeah
1: Sorry, you gotta run the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> that means I Sally you gotta run the hundred miler because I feel like you probably really kick your ass at that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I've never done like sixty hours like you guys have, and and both you guys crushed that the last man standing thing. So Courtney, you gotta take one for the team. Those speedy legs of yours. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? What do you
3: think, Court? No, that sounds great. I would be happy to. I'll just have to do, like, a marathon warm-up so that when I run the...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, my hamstrings will snap. (laughs) Well, how about, surprise ringer, we've now invited Des Linden onto our team, and she will run the marathon. (laughs) (laughs) But then where do you go, Courtney? You have to go somewhere. Well, she would go to the backyard with me because you need to... No, you don't. Because we got to beat the aliens are running the... Yeah, he
2: he said no doubling up.
1: Mm-hmm. I can be a crew. I can, I can be know. an
3: alternate. Such a valuable <laughs> You're crew. trying to
1: recruit
0: Des <laughs> Linden to run the marathon. Yeah. That's, that's what we come up with. Safe
3: bet.
1: <laughs> See, I... Okay, I'm surprised I trust by Courtney. That. I just don't know how fast these aliens are. So, you know, I we know. might as well pick Des.
2: <laughs> well, the real question is, Lindsay, did Billy tell you who he thought... Where these people should go, and did he say his order of favoritism? He said, I have my favorites. <laughs> what the heck was that? I was like, it better be me. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I know who his favorite is. It's I do, pretty, too. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. <laughs>
0: Can you answer that?
3: Wait, Lindsay, did he tell you what events he slotted us all for? He didn't.
0: No, he did okay. not.
3: We'll just have to I uh, asked. get his answers.
0: Yeah. yeah, you know, maybe I'll have him send. Uh, that seems like a lot of work for me. I was going to say maybe, maybe I'll have him send another voice memo with his answer and like insert it into the audio. But that oh, seems... that would
2: be so great. Yeah,
0: maybe did I he... will. I don't know. It seems hard.
2: But he didn't tell you any of his answers in, on what he was saying, though.
0: No, he did not. I was going to okay. say I would have to email him and say, "Hey, give me your answers so we can." I like, can then like in a really right. be a really good producer and like insert that into the conversation. <laughs>
3: we can just call them out on twitter yes yes (laughs) yes okay here's another one hey Lindsay. it's
1: amelia boone uh your former podcast guest and fellow (laughs) ultra runner i actually have a question for all three maggie sally and courtney (laughs) if you had to be quarantined with one race food for the rest of your life what would it be
2: I actually, Ooh. I know Maggie's answer.
0: <laughs> Let's see if I get it right. I also don't oh, know what oh. she said for
1: Maggie. Um. Well, I, okay. So I don't know if she thinks I'm going to say tailwind. Because <laughs> I have to. <laughs> but no, I feel like I would want to, uh, I think she's, things i'll say and i am gonna say this is pierogies
2: <laughs> Ooh! oh yummy that's a good one courtney are you I, gonna man. say lucky charms <laughs>
3: <laughs> is that your race food <laughs> that's so tough maybe yeah. i'd say um like a cheeseburger because if you get mm-hmm. sick of some parts of it you could eat the other parts Ooh. like like a cheeseburger extra pickles with the lettuce tomato onion like all the you know everything uh-huh. on it and then you've uh-huh. got some variety in there if you need it a salad if you want it
0: yeah you're trying to yeah, get your pickles yeah. on the side just eat the lettuce yeah i see what you a mean. salad yeah. when do you
2: crave a salad in
0: a
1: long range? <laughs> well i mean if you're in quarantine and you have to eat uh like you know what that's i mean true and that's yeah that's then you true. got to And I've never eaten a cheeseburger during a race, but I can witness, I can attest (laughs) that Courtney has eaten multiple. (laughs) I was like, oh, this isn't going to go well. And it was fine. So (laughs) it was fine. Oh, that's going to be hard because
0: there's a, there's supposedly a meat shortage happening. So you might not be able to get your hands on a cheeseburger. I don't know.
1: Right. You're going to have to go to the pierogies. That's right. Yeah. So good. Cheese quesadillas.
2: Yes. Sally, what do you have? I was going to say grilled cheese. Mm. I love I love grilled cheese. It's just... Uh, but I like Courtney's idea of a cheeseburger and being able to take out parts. Like, I just want the bread, or I just want the meat, or I just want the cheese. But...
0: Well, you can have a fancy grilled cheese with a bunch of stuffing inside it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, meat.
2: like a bacon tomato grilled cheese. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Mushrooms. <laughs> so good
0: okay this is for there's three more this is for sally this one i think is a little more serious but i know you'll have a Uh wonderful answer (laughs) (laughs) i told you you didn't need prep for this sally because i have heard you speak on this stuff a million times so i know you'll just do fine here you go okay hi folks this is christina from prescott arizona and i have a question for sally I recently found out that my husband and I are pregnant with our first kiddo and I'm a little terrified. Sally, your kids are always joyous, confident, mm-hmm. and they're athletes. They genuinely like each other and their parents. <laughs> how did you do it? What do you think the common denominator is? And how do we raise our kids to be good humans, but also find joy in movement?
2: Okay. Oh, that's super sweet. Um, yeah, this is a little bit more serious than our. Or <laughs> what are you gonna? What are you gonna eat for the next fifty days? Um, yeah, I, I, I just first got to say, just as uh, and to all the parent listeners too, um, one of my uh, when I first had Mackenzie, she's my first. My my kids are um, twelve and fourteen. Um, and not to age myself. Yes, I did start having kids when I was 15. So, um, (laughs) anyway, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but they, when I had Mackenzie, one of my, um, very dear friends, Carrie told me something. She said, you know, it's important as a parent that you don't, um, you don't allow yourself to take too much credit for, don't only take credit for the good things they do. Mm. Um, you should take, you know, remember not to take credit for anything that they do because like all human beings, they have their good days and their bad days. They make their good decisions and their bad decisions. And so, um, it's important that you really free yourself and give yourself grace as a parent, realizing that you are given this gift to raise a human being who in many ways, um, is, is just like you, you know, they're, they're not perfect and, and their road is not going to be perfect. And so the most important thing above all else, um, is just to love them for who they are right where they are. And that isn't always easy. And so, um, you know, I, I think with, with our 2 um, Isaiah McKenzie, they're very similar in, in some ways, and they're very opposite, but my, My go-to always has just been to let them be who they are and just love them right where they are and put them in situations constantly, especially as as they've gotten older, that kind of forces them to take ownership and enjoyment in whatever it is that they're doing. So um, like when they were little up until I'd say like five and seven years old, we, we made them share a room. And um, they're still young enough, but they they were kind of forced to work out their all the rules of of having a good relationship and um, not getting as a mom, not getting too involved in unless they were like beating each other up pretty bad. But um, just letting them work out all of those situations. And I think a friendship grew because of that. And then as athletes, um, my number one thing with them as athletes has always been. Uh, joy over training, always. And so when they were really little, I started taking them on the trails like when they were three and five. But it was, I'd never say we were going to go running or that we were working out or getting exercise. It was always, we're going to go on this adventure and we're going to find frogs and lizards and we're going to play games. And um, so now even to this day, they associate trails with just these amazing fun memories. And I think that is ultimately what Um, really struck joy in them and in sports. And so now that they're older, um, you know, I'd say my my kids aren't, you know, they're they're definitely not perfect, but I am incredibly grateful that they have a friendship. And um, I'm really big on communicating everything with them. And one thing I remind them of always is you, your friends come and go, but your siblings are forever and the blood that runs in your veins runs in theirs too. And so even on the hard days, you have to learn how to, to work things out and to appreciate one another. So, um, and it's, it's an effort. My, my husband, Eddie is an incredible father and, um, and is super fun and very hands-on. And so I think that you know, is as you raise a child, communication is key. But then also too, it's it's realizing that you are given this gift to watch this human grow and your number one job is just to to love them. So
0: Yeah. I told you she didn't need prepped. <laughs>
2: Sorry, that was kinda long.
0: <laughs> okay. That was amazing. Everybody took notes, I'm sure. Okay. Here we go.
4: Hi, Maggie, Sally and
0: Courtney Here's my question, what is the weirdest or most annoying thing you've had stuck in your head on a long training run or in a race and how long did it last? I thought it was gonna be a hallucination question. Okay, this is a little bit different, okay.
3: Courtney, you go. Uh, um, I was trying to think because mine has been Um, I had one lyric of a song just (laughs) on repeat. I couldn't think of the rest of the song. And so it just kept going. But I'm having trouble right now remembering. And maybe I, you know, permanently blocked it out after that incident. But (laughs) it was just one really short line out of a song that played over and over in my head, probably for 15 miles or so during a race.
1: I can't remember any either, but it's always just the it, the annoying part is you can't remember the rest of the song and it's one line <laughs> and it's always like a song you don't really like and it's just right? catchy or like a weird random song of some pop singer that's like, I don't know, popular. I mean, they write those songs to be catchy, so, right. but then, yeah, you can't get the rest of it out of your head because you don't, there's not, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Stuck in a loop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: okay i i'm treading on the same thing you guys it's one line do you guys remember that song around the world
1: yeah def punk so
2: <laughs> around the world around i mean that is the, the whole
1: world. song no, that is <laughs> that the song is <laughs> <around> <laughs> Other line
2: whole song and i had that stuck in my head for an entire race <gasps> and i i was like waiting for every aid station to like hear other stuff hoping that something else would pop in my head Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah. That's a good
1: song though.
0: I like it. Okay. Those were the listener questions that we have time for. Thank you everybody for submitting them. Last question to you ladies. I am interviewing Mike Wardian tomorrow. I've never interviewed him.
3: Aw. Hey.
0: (laughs) So I would love just to hear um, what would you ladies like for me to talk to Mike about? What do you want to hear about?
2: The cone!
1: The cone. cone. (laughs) Ask him about the cone. Okay.
0: Should I just say, tell me about the cone and just go into it knowing nothing
1: else? Oh, so good. I mean, Mike is like a freak of nature. You need to like, I mean, he's pretty much an open book. Like Courtney doesn't give away her secrets of like (laughs) really what goes on. Over there, but like Mike, (laughs) he's like (laughs) Mike's just like superhuman in that like he. So I get most of like what I I I mean I consider Mike a good friend. Um, and I talk to his wife a a lot. She's freaking hilarious. I mean, I feel like Jennifer should be like a guest to pop in on that, and you'll get a really good podcast
2: to have her join. Yes, she she is so funny.
1: She loves like not running and like happy hours and wine and just relaxing and like all her kids. Kids are the same way. Like they like luxury vacations, not like sleeping in their car and running multiple <laughs> races every day. But like Mike, whatever his routine is, like he his superpower is recovery. I mean, I don't know that he's ever been injured. Just this genetic freak. But like I don't know, just. Finding out what's going on there is like I would listen to that because there's something going on that makes him like this super recovery human.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, like it's crazy. For ex- for example, he ran the Leadville 100, finished it, and then drove to um, Manitou Springs, and the next day lined up for the Pikes Peak Marathon. So I saw him at the start line of the Pikes Peak Marathon. He had just slept in his car for. I think he had, like, three hours to sleep in his car between doing this 100-mile mountain full race. Cool, sleep then, for him. <laughs> yeah, and then running up and down Pikes Peak
1: Mountain for a marathon.
3: It was incredible. For her, the
1: FKT, like, that was, like, uh, I think Ma- Marshall Ulrich did it. But it was, like, this combined driving time counts. But you finish Leadville,
2: and then you yeah, drive yes.
1: to Manitou Springs, and then you start this
2: Pikes Peak race. So Yeah, incredible. He really is incredible.
0: Well, that's interesting you say that recovery is like his secret ingredient because if he doesn't sleep a lot, I feel like that's the best way to recover. Interesting.
1: Hey, he's doing something else. Yeah. What is that?
0: What uh-huh. is that? Okay. I know he's like
1: vegetarian, but I mean, there's a lot of vegetarians.
0: Uh-huh. That... Especially in the ultra world.
1: I feel like it's fairly common, right? Yeah. Is yeah. anybody? There's all meat people and they're fine too. So I was going to say, Maggie, do you eat meat? I, I do. I don't eat a lot of meat.
0: Okay, because we.
2: I know that. Do you eat meat, Sally? Yeah, I, same thing. I don't. I don't eat a, a lot of it. Okay. But after certain efforts, I I love like this it. big cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly.
2: Okay. Well, I'm
0: pumped to talk to him. I I need to have more guys on the podcast in general. I I tend to always gravitate toward interviewing women, but I always have fun when I have men on the show and he's been on my list for a while. And then with everything you guys just did, um, with the backyard virtual race, I was like, we need to have him. And then my wonderful intern, Emma texted me that she wanted to reach out to him and I said, I was thinking that as well. So I'm really pumped to talk to him. Yeah. Um, well ladies, this has been super fun.
2: Yes. Yes. I've loved Thank it. Thank you so much.
0: Really fun. Yeah, I I want to do it again sometime and um I'm just sad we had to cut the video because it was a little bit more fun when I could see your faces. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. I know. Well, it was fun getting rallying us all together. Are are we your biggest biggest group that you've done? You usually just do one-on-one? Oh gosh. Yes, I usually do
0: one-on-one and to be honest, it, well, two on one is is kind of difficult any more than one it's you know what's hard about it is like you've probably noticed when I ask Mm -hmm. a question it's like who's gonna talk right yeah (laughs) so it's like people have things to say but they don't want to interrupt other people so that's why I think the video is helpful but um yeah I I've done I think I've done a group I think I've done it this big one other time maybe Um, um it was like a holiday episode or something like that but um, anyway, well, yes, thank you so much. I hope that people get laughs and, um, you know, if anybody wants to shame Courtney and I for being Sync fans,
2: Aww. it's totally fine. I feel bad now. Don't feel no, bad
3: don't feel bad at all. My husband
0: is the biggest, um, music snob on the face of the planet. So he makes fun of me all the time for my obsession with Taylor Swift. So I, you can't shame me. I I don't even care. Oh man. Okay. Well, thanks ladies. Have a really great rest of your day. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Hey friends. Thanks so much for listening today thank you ladies courtney sally maggie thank you all the listeners who sent in questions it's super fun to hear those listener questions at the end i hope this put a smile on your face and i hope that you are having the very best day possible right now i want to say a big thank you to all the healthcare workers all the essential workers who are out there getting things done while we stay safe and stay home we appreciate you so very much so very much Everything we talked about today will be in the show notes at lindseyhine.com. I also have that happy playlist and quarantine playlist going over on Spotify. Check that out. That link to those playlists will be in the show notes as well. You can find me on social media. I'm lindsayhine626 on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at lindsayhine and you can find me on Facebook. I'll have another podcast with Lindsay Hine. And make sure you join our group as well. Lots of great conversation and support and camaraderie going on over there. Just search groups on Facebook. I'll have another podcast with Lindsay Hine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Have a great Friday. And guess what? I'm putting on another episode on Tuesday. So make sure you're subscribed to the show because I'm going through a little bonus episode situation right now. So subscribe to the show and then... Go support Koala Clip, our sponsor for this episode, koalaclip.com. Use the code ANOTHER at checkout for 10% off your order. All right. Have a great Friday. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend. And I'll see you on Tuesday.